Hello, everyone, and welcome to our live segment. I'm really excited. We have an amazing guest for you today. I always love to give people access and really visibility into the variety of vegan entrepreneurs, business owners, and people who are just changing the world and making it better. So I'm so excited to have our guest today, Patricia Capanna, also known as the Bariatric Vegan. And what we're going to do today is not only dig into Patricia's background, but really talk about how Patricia is helping the world, how she's helping people through issues as far as weight loss, as far as understanding the food they're eating, and also really just helping people, especially through many of us have been struggling this last year because there's been a lot going on in the world. I can't wait to pick Patricia's brain to find out what recommendations not only has she given to her clients, um, but also maybe some recommendations for many of us out there as we are kind of juggling um, a lot these days. So first, let me just say welcome, Patricia. Thank you for being here and joining us live. Thank you for uh, welcoming me here, Stephanie. Um, it's a pleasure. I've been following you for a long time, and it's um, I'm really honored that you're having me. Thank you. I'm so glad to have you. I know we have chit-chatted on and off. It's always fun when I get a chance to interview and talk to someone. And also, you know, I follow what you're doing. So it's so fun when I can show our audience all the great things that you're doing in the world. So before we dive into your background, before we dive into really kind of where you arrived today, let's give everyone a little bit of a glimpse into your world, what you do, maybe give them the, the quick elevator speech in a sense. Of what you do and how you help change the world, how you help people um, on a day-to-day -day basis. Okay. Um, I do a couple of things. Um, my latest endeavor is being the bariatric vegan coach, um, trying to start my own business. I went to the Main Street Vegan Academy uh, 2019 and came back and was all gung-ho, ready to go with my business and COVID hit and I still had to have a job. So my other job um, is I'm a psychotherapist. So I'm in a small group private practice and um, see a variety of clients and not everybody is vegan, but I always have vegan in the back of my, my brain um, when we talk about diet, when we talk about, you know, moods and how um, food can affect how you feel. You know, if you're eating crap, you're going to feel like crap. So um, that's my day job. Um, with the coaching, you know, I can go into my background. I had bariatric surgery in 2012. And I was not vegan at the time, um, and there was no support for it. Um, as I decided I wanted to become vegan, um, started to do research because there just isn't that support. I found Dr. Uh, Garth Davis, um, and I struggled, struggled, struggled trying to figure it out myself. And in the process, unfortunately, I was eating a lot of junk vegan food, and I gained some weight back um, and had a revision two years ago. Um, there's my cat. <laughs> oh, hey, <Katie. laughs> 
<laughs> so um, that's what's inspired me to help people on this journey, people who have had the surgery, people who are thinking of having the surgery. You know, how can I help you now? Um, you know, it's not an easy journey. Um, bariatric surgery is certainly not an easy way out. Um, so um, that that's really why I do what I do, um, just because there still isn't a lot of information out there. And I think that's important. I think a lot of times when we think of vegan businesses, when we think of the support that people need, you know, we, we have a kind of traditional language okay, I, I want to eat vegan, I, I want to change. But the idea of being able to do that in couplet with surgery, being able to do that when you're going through, you know, surgery can be very difficult. It's a very transformative process in itself. And being able to kind of couple that with going vegan and into your point, you know, going vegan in a healthy way that supports the surgery that you're doing, I think is the key. Yes. And I think we're not always thinking about how, those, you know, these places that we can help people live better lives and I think it's not only exciting to hear that you're doing that and kind of using you know your training and get into our vegan world but also the idea that you're really trying to create not a support system through the surgery but helping people with surgery helping people stay on the path um, that they desire to be on it. It's, it's great to hear that you've been doing that coaching. Now, let's talk about how been everything going on. I think one of the challenges, um, you know, with last year, and even as we roll into this year, there's been so much uncertainty. There's so much, you know, going on in the world. How have you kind of evolved of your world, you know, being a therapist and also being a coach and just, General, generally keeping your well-being. Yes, yes. Well, everything shifted this year. It's like I do telehealth now. So I'm on the camera, you know, seeing clients. And that has been a shift. I do a lot of expressive arts therapies. So um, I'm not in the room with my clients. How do we do movement? How do we do art? Um, so it's been a, a big shift. Um, being home all day, working from home not being able to go out. So doing a lot of my own self-care, you know, trying to eat well, you know, same struggles that everybody else is having. You know, people are either going to alcohol, to food, to drugs. Um, and how do we stay healthy? How do we keep a good balance through this? It's been a whole year. Yes, throughout the whole year. <laughs> The, the key. Now, I know for some of us like me, I've been working on my, my morning routine to help me kind of de-stress and jump into my day. You know, I've been working through different kind of ways to to manage my day. Do you have any tips or do you have a, your own kind of morning regimen or process that you're willing to maybe share with us? Yeah, absolutely. And that is, you know, what I share with my clients too, you know, that are, you know, struggling at home and depressed and let's get a routine. So for me, um, when I wake up, the first thing I like to do is I grab my gratitude journal and I write down three things that I'm grateful for. You know, even if it's looking out my window, the tree that's outside here, you know, grateful I woke up today, grateful that um, I can help people. 
Um, so I do that. I may do some stretching. My dance teacher has been great throughout all of this. She does a morning stretch first thing in the morning over Zoom. So I've been doing that. <laughs> and then I get to work and, you know, I take those breaks during the day. You know, I'm sitting all day. You know, the work is intense. Get up, take a walk. You know, I live on a golf course, so I'll go out and walk for a few minutes. Yeah. Perfect. Drink lots of water, eat good food. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. It sounds like it. You're 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 getting a good flow, like many of us are are aspiring to to do as well. Now, help me with. You know, we always love to talk about the business side of things. You know, building a business is hard work. You know, building a business takes a level of resilience, consistency, and all those things. And even with all the stars aligned, sometimes I feel like you know, building a business is about building character. So you have to stumble a little bit along the way. Um, so what's been your experience with building your coaching business? What's been your experience with blending, you know, veganism into your therapy work? You know, what have you learned along the way and what has maybe made you stronger or also maybe made your business stronger? Uh. Great question. Um, like I said, I graduated uh, the academy in uh, 2019, was ready to go gung-ho, um, did a lot of training with you. Um, you've really spoken into my life. And I've never been in business. I've always worked in the corporate world. I worked for other people. So starting a business is brand new for me. So getting the website up, um, you know, taking classes, taking advice, and stumbling, constant stumbling and wanting to give up, thinking, you know, I can't do this. You know, I've got this other job here. Why am I doing this? But this is so important. People need me. So it's what I tell my clients, too. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. So I do, you know, one of the great things you told me was just pick a time, even if it's one hour. So I devote a specific time to the business. Love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah. And in that way you're getting a balance. Cause I think like, like you were saying, I think sometimes people feel like they have to shift to these businesses. They have to drop everything. And the reality is some of it you have financial responsibilities. Um, the other is I'm sure you have clients that you're taking care of. And then also I feel like there's a great opportunity to ease our way into a business. Um, you know, when I started my business, I did jump in, you know, the deep end of the, of the pool. <laughs> but what I've learned over the years, and even as I launch new things, that it is better to kind of take the stairs into the pool, to just walk in and like you're saying, do one hour at a time um, and kind of keep building from there uh, so that you build something that you really believe in and build something that's yeah. strong. Yeah, and I help friends and family too, even if I'm posting a recipe, you know, on Facebook. Um, talking to my family has been so receptive. When I went to New York, I thought, oh my God, what is this going to be like coming back as a vegan? And they were so welcoming and they were so open to things I had to say. So, um, 
you know, speaking into people's lives about, um, you know, I do it for the animals, I do it for my health. Um, and that also doesn't have to be all or nothing. Um, you know, I've helped people like, you know, just one meal a day or one day a week, you know, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Yeah, we'd love the world to all be vegan, but um, do what you can. I love that. I love yeah. that. And how do you, I'm just going to ask you maybe because of your background, how do you approach the topic even with some of your clients or even if your family members? Because I think for a lot of new vegans, a lot of people who are going vegan or even people who are starting businesses, you know, we're so excited that we want everyone to go vegan tomorrow or yesterday <laughs> that our approach sometimes can you know, make people uncomfortable. What's your thoughts or recommendations or how do you approach these discussions maybe with individuals? Yeah, great. That's a great question. I know everybody, you know, we all have our, our vegan walk and some people have that line in the sand. I'm more meeting people where they're at, you know, just like I do with my clients. Um, you know, where are you? You know, I go out to eat with people, you know, I'm not judgmental if they're eating, you know, it's hard to see people eating animals, but I've been told by people that um, they really like my approach and they appreciate that I'm not pushy um, and not in their face about it. And, you know, I draw the line in my home. You can't bring anything in here that's non-vegan, but... <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I just try to meet people where they're at and give information, show them, you know, pictures of I volunteer at a sanctuary and I share pictures of the animals and tell their stories. And yeah. I like that about telling their stories. I think a lot of times when we're trying to help people understand why we've gone vegan, especially for the animals, we forget that help you know, how story can really compel, um, how telling a story of, you know, many of these animals and what their lives are like and so forth, that sharing becomes more of a sharing experience as opposed to a lecture. Um, so I, I really like that, that you, you mentioned, mentioned that. And that is my vegan story. When I, I've only been vegan for about four years now and I visited the sanctuary, took a tour and heard their stories and I was a vegetarian, but, um, you know, one of those I'll never give up cheese people. And I met this beautiful dairy cow at the farm, Gracie Lou, who was saved from slaughter. She wasn't producing milk and they had no use for her. So I heard her story and I heard the horrors of the dairy industry and that was it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Now, do you ever feel like for a lot of people who run have businesses, especially people who have existing businesses and they try to incorporate veganism in, they get a little bit worried that they might turn off their clients, that their clients may not continue with them because they may feel like, you know, you're coming in strong. Have you found a way to manage that? Do you have any recommendations for anyone else who's thinking of maybe their therapist themselves and bringing in some of those conversations um, into their therapy. Do you have any recommendations on the board? Don't use the V word. 
That's first, and I'll tell you something interesting. I had a new client last week, and I'm sure you know people Google you. They you know they they want to know who you are, and you know we were doing this the intake, and she started to cry. She said, "I still have food issues." She said, "But I know you're vegan, and I'm not vegan." And it's like, "How do you know I'm vegan?" And she I, she googled me and found bear country vegan. <laughs> And it's like, you know, just making it okay. It's okay. You don't have to be vegan. You know, we can address the food issues and your weight issues. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, because I wondered how, I think a lot of times people are are nervous about that conversation. Um, now, I completely understand what you mean. There's all these these debates about when do you say vegan or plant-based or when do you right. just address the issue. Um, and like you said, in my personal life, I'm vegan all the way. I'd wear t-shirts and you know, all the way down to my socks, it could say vegan for me. But um, I understand when I'm having a conversation with someone, a lot of times I want to find out where they are to see where I can help them first. Yeah. And the idea is my my veganness, I guess if you could say, um, you know, I use that as a way to support people as opposed to a conversation that's a converting conversation. So I can definitely, um, definitely see what you mean and how you kind of manage the V word um, when people aren't ready. Because that's the thing. I, I don't know how you feel about it is, but I never want people to be in tears. I never want people to feel like they can't work with me because you know, because they're maybe not a hundred percent there. I want them right. to be able to get that conversation started. Yeah. 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 It's just like seeing those movies, you know, we have to see them. We have to see those horror stories, but we can't push people, yeah. you know, we're not yeah, absolutely. And also I think, and I don't know if it, how you feel about it, but I found, and this is more from experience after I became vegan, is that being kind of a represent, representative of it can also help people naturally get there. Meaning it's so, it blows my mind how much, you know, people I went to high school with will reach out to me because, you know, I'm posting things on Facebook about, you know, going vegan and vegan activities and events I go to. Yeah. I'm not necessarily telling the people I went to high school that you have to go vegan, but by them seeing me live this life, them seeing some of the benefits from them is allowed to kind of, see veganism through me, it has created a different perspective in them than if I had called them up individually and said, hey, you need to go vegan. Yeah. Yeah. I try to be a role model. I I, I love to cook. Um, of course, I can't eat everything I cook because I have a little stomach. So I give food to my neighbors and you know, people have commented, you know, what are you cooking? It smells so good in there. Um, you know, just sharing, sharing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So as we're looking at 2021, that's kind of the thing these days, as many of us are doing at the beginning of this year, it's like, what, what may happen? And, you know, well, we don't have maybe the ability to predict what the future will be. Do you have any plans this year for your business? Any plans on what you want to hope to kind of accomplish this year um, and, and, and kind of where do you hope to be maybe if we were chit-chatting again this time in 2022? I want to build it this year. It's yeah. Last year was just kind of, you know, dabbling and trying to figure out, you know, I was going to move out of state as well and 
you know, this year I do want to put more energy into building this business. I do. And reaching more people. Yeah. What do you think what do you think you need? Or have you figured out what you think you need to get to that next step? Is it just time? I need you. Yes. <laughs> I need you. <laughs> I do. Actually, no, no, no. I have an appointment set up with you that yes. I want you to be my my coach this year. Oh. And, and push me. <laughs> And it's just like, you know, when we talked earlier, it's like, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. I want it to be Victoria Moran and Stephanie Rincross. <laughs> and it I want to be Victoria too. <laughs> yeah, she, she's another rock star. <laughs> and if I can't be like them, then I'm nothing. And it's, you know, we all have our place in, in this movement. And um, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love saying that, that we all have our place in this movement because I do think it's so important as we build our businesses, as we find our voices, as we start teaching and coaching people, we don't have to be like either people have come before and we don't have to fit into a box. Uh, that's why I love doing sessions like this because I want people to understand and, you know, through your living proof of, you know, the diversity and the, the roles that we can all play from our careers um, in this kind of plant-based vegan world. Um, I, I really, really love being able to kind of talk about and help people realize that, you know, there's a place for all of us. There's a place for some of us that are introverts. There are a place for some of us that are more creative in the arts. There's a place for some of us that want to teach through the arts as opposed to you know presentations and slides you know, the idea of that um, do you feel like you are on the journey to find your voice as far as sharing your information out there or do you feel like you've already found your voice voice like niche kind of a little bit like niche but also how you want to educate people on what you believe they should know so how do you want to do it your style your do you know what I mean like you know the flair that you want to you want to add that becomes you i think coming alongside people partnering with people i think that's my style um yeah i'm more of an introvert so you know doing the lives and all of that i'm not there yet um but um yeah and i think as things open up i would like to have a space outside Mm -hmm. of my home to work with people as well. Yeah. 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 I love I that. that. I do miss that. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely miss seeing people and connecting with people, but I've also been blown away this year and last year, even a little bit this year so far and, and last year, how many people I've been able to reach and how many people I've been able to see um, on camera um, because everyone is used to kind of this interface and it's so nice to go from just a phone call to camera um, when you're you're able to see people. So I've been I've been enjoying a little bit a little bit of both. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean. The in person I think is great, but I also I hope we don't lose this online component too because I don't think so. Yeah. I think with teletherapy now too, people got a taste of they don't have to commute, they don't have to go somewhere else. And, um, and we've been able to reach so many more people, you know, this way. Imagine not being able to do this 
when a, a time in a time where people are hurting so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's great because you can find people like in your local community may not be someone who's a perfect match for you, but with things like telehealth, you know, telemedicine, all of these things are opening it up so that you can start finding the right people to support you through. We just had a note come in from Gloria. I just wanted to say hello to Gloria. Um, she was saying how we all have a move, a place in the movement and how much she was enjoying this. So, so glad you're able to join us um, and appreciate um, Gloria saying that. Um, yeah, cause I, I really feel like the world needs introverts just like we need extroverts. We really, really do. Cause it's a good balance. And also, you know, to get our messages out there, I don't feel like there's one way to do it. Um, and even in a live setting, you know, you can do live and still be an introvert. You just do it in a way that makes you feel comfortable in a way that you want to communicate. So I'm glad that both of you shared that. And I always tell people, even though they don't believe me, when I was younger, I was an introvert. I'm not necessarily the loudest person. I was not the person that always spoke up. Um, but over time, I've found the way I like to express myself. Um, but sometimes I get shy. Um, so I say that to people that don't don't think you have to be the person that speaks up all the time to get the, the messaging out. There's so many different ways to, to share and support people in the world. So Patricia, as we wrap up today's session, a couple of things I'd love to do. Number one, if someone needs help, if someone needs support, maybe they're planning on surgery, they've had the surgery, they have a family member that's had um, bariatric surgery, how do they get in touch with you? How do they reach out to you to maybe get some of that support? Well, I do have a website, bariatricveganlifestylecoaching.com, which when that expires, that domain, I'm going to shorten it. Um, but that's one place. Um, I have a Facebook page, Bariatric Vegan. I have a Facebook support um, support group as well, Bariatric Vegan, and Instagram. And I'm on LinkedIn under my name, Patricia Campana. Perfect. Now, if people want support, but they're not sure if it falls in the bariatric bucket or not, can they still reach out to you? Yes. Okay. yes. I'm glad you asked. Um, that's the specialty, but um, I do work with meal planning. I do uh, work with transitioning. Um, yeah. Perfect. And I love weight loss. Yeah. And, and I love that you also bring your expertise to that coaching. So, you know, bringing in your, you know, your therapy and so forth, I think is really, really interesting. Any thoughts for anyone who's trying to decide or isn't sure if they should reach out? Do you have any recommendations of if you're experiencing this, if you're worried about this, this is why they should reach out to someone like you for support? Oh, well, definitely. If you're considering surgery and you want to be vegan, um, please reach out to me. We can talk about it. It's not for everybody. Um, and there are weight loss plans that you can do uh, without having the surgery. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Patricia, for a little bit of time with me today. Thank you so much for giving our audience a glimpse into your day and how you change the world. 
Um, and I'm so excited about hearing more about what you have planned for this year and getting that business done this year in whatever shape or form it takes. Um, and um, I really am excited about all the work that you've done so far and the work that you've done to help people. So thank you for your voice. Thank you for the work you do. And I'm really glad we had a chance to chat today. And thank you so much, Stephanie. I so admire and respect you. And thank you for giving me this opportunity. Absolutely. Take care. Thank you, everyone who joined us live. I so, so, so get excited when people can join us live. You can also watch this as a replay. If you're listening to us as a podcast, let us know if this inspired you, if this gave you some ideas, or if you were just kind of in a hmm, interesting moment because you didn't realize that there are vegans and individuals like Patricia out there changing the world and helping people through things like bariatric surgery. Um, so I really get excited when we get to do these sessions and kind of introduce um, new individuals and individuals that are changing the world. So thank you everyone for joining. Always give us that love, that thumbs up, the likes. We love seeing those and we hope to see you in our next session. All right. Bye everyone. Bye.